up your boots, throw up your horns, and jump into the pit. Then let's stomp the stigmas of mental illness. It's time for Above Ground Podcast. Now, Will Foley and Timothy Patrick. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 53 of Above Ground Podcast. Because you can't serve below. That's right. You know who that is. That's TPP. You down with TPP? Yeah, you know me. What's up, Timmy? How we doing this week, brother? Doing all right, doing all right. How are you doing, Will? Dude, I, you know, I'm still riding the, you know, I'm still, I've been out by the bus stop. The struggle yeah. buses, the, the struggle bus buses rounded the corner a couple times, man. And I was actually on my way out to get an ice cream cone, but the struggle bus rode by instead. You know, and you thought it was the ice cream man. I did. I thought it was the ice cream man. You were bamboozled. That's right. I'm the ice Dope. cream man. Stop it when I'm passing by. That's right. Let the struggle bus around. pass by. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to say. Uh, I think we both feel pretty good about being back into the studio of Hallam. That's right. The studio of Hallam. Thank you, Studio of Hallam. <laughs> um, yeah, we're sort of uh, we're social distancing far enough away from one another to do episodes man but uh yeah we're back together again in one room but uh zoom will still be a big part of the podcast because that's how we do our interviews and this week we're not doing an interview today we're back together we're gonna have we're gonna have an episode together man and timmy what are we gonna talk about today we're gonna talk about the four noble truths Ooh, the four noble truths of buddhism that's right that's right buddhism has become a become a, a philosophy that we we like very much here on the Above Ground Podcast, this man. This is true. And we're not looking at it from the religion standpoint of it, even though it is a religion, but it's... I don't know if I'd call it a religion, but... Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people do argue that, but yeah. there are traditions that make it a religion in gotcha. a way, and, you know, I think religion is really all about how you approach anything, because anything can become an original, a religion. Yeah. Timmy, why don't you start so, by talking, telling us what the four noble so the truths four are. four noble truths of Buddhism are stated in simple terms. Suffering, pain, and misery exist in life. Suffering arises from attachment to desires. Suffering ceases when attachment to desire ceases. Freedom from suffering is possible by practicing the Eightfold Path. So the four noble truths, it's a <clears throat> common... Um, sloppy rendering of the truth um <laughs> it basically life is suffering is is the overall thing um but it breaks down into obviously the four which the first would be the truth of suffering which would be dukkha that's right dukkha and then the truth of the cause of suffering which is what i don't mean samad samudaya I believe that that is how it is pronounced. The third would be the truth of the end of suffering, which is near Hoda, and the truth of the path that frees us from suffering, which is Maga. Basically, the, the, the function of the four truths um, developed over time in the Buddhist tradition slowly recognized them as... The Buddhist <clears throat> first teachings. I'm sorry, <clears throat> my throat is a little turtly. <laughs> but um, yeah, but as I was saying, it's basically just um, 
there, there's life is suffering and there is suffering in life, but, um, the way that it's stated, it, you can, um, reduce the suffering you know? and suffering is optional because sure by, so know, you can choose to, um, it's, you know, you can choose to focus on the suffering or you can choose to not focus on the suffering, which will be, I guess, um, yeah, it is what what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's kind of what it is. So the first noble truth, there is suffering. And that is a first insight into why. But it doesn't say why we suffer. What we suffer from is the fact that we wish things were different. We wanted things to be different. Or we had some sort of thought that things would be different. And they didn't live up to our expectations. And in us wanting those expectations to be met or a certain outcome to happen, we suffer when we don't fully realize that, yes, you may not have achieved this or you may not have won that or you may not have gotten that guy or girl or you may not have even gotten all the things on your to-do list done and you can wallow in that in that brain pattern. And what happens is, is that that thought, that cognitive distortion that you're feeling within your brain is, is going around like a Leslie amplifier from a, from a Hammond organ, man. It's going, (laughs) yes, it is. And that's suffering in there because you want things to be different, but you haven't figured out a way to accept them for what they are. And that acceptance will help you get past that first noble truth. See, there is suffering and we don't need to make it into anything that's grand. It's just the recognition that there is suffering. That is the first noble truth. We have to recognize that there is suffering. There is going to be bad things that happen, and we can't take things personally. Yeah. And taking things personally is is something that I, I do. I, I do it all the time. I've taken things personally my whole entire life. Ditto. And to to understand the fact that by taking things personally, you bring on suffering yourself. Now, granted, hey, you know, if something bad happens to you, uh, yes. Is it wrong to grieve? Absolutely not. You have to grieve. Grieving is a natural process. But the suffering that comes with grief at times is a choice to suffer. Right. And you can choose how to sit in that suffering. It's that thought process of, like you said, like, you know, I wish that this would be over. Or if if this was over, I could just do this. Right. Or I wish vacation would get here. Why can't it be like this? So you're, you're, you're suffering, you know, it's, it's almost like anxiety inducing. You're creating it. It's that, it's that whole, uh, you know, even what you said to like material things or, or tangible items that cannot be taken um, you know, with you when you, when you die, you know, nor do most of those things create a purpose in your life, you know? Right. And wanting to be past the suffering is a natural, is a natural reaction, but it's, it's how we, it's, it's how we let that ferment in our, in our brew tank, man, that, (laughs) that, that, that causes us to suffer. Now, this is, this, this is a practice that many, many of us have not handled very well. Cause no. I, and, but our suffering is, is not, 
because something happens, it's because we want it to be different. It's our thought about the suffering. Right. It's our views about it. Absolutely. And that's, you know, kind of like what, what we always say is the, the, it's, it's the thought, you know, it's, it's the, that's the, um, <clears throat> that is the, the, I guess the basement, the, the, the concrete slab of suffering is just that thought of, of what it should be, or I wish it was that instead of just saying like, basically being mindful of the moment and, and seeing things as they truly are. That's right. And the Buddha came to this, the Buddha, it is said in, in the Buddhist text that the Buddha as the Prince of Gotama, Prince Gotama, um, was shielded in his castle by his father. And he didn't realize that there was people in his kingdom that were suffering until he started to sneak out into the kingdom. And the father wanted to keep him from this. And it took him sitting under the Bodai tree to figure out that, first of all, life is suffering. There's always going to be somebody suffering. You're always going to suffer. That's the, the, it's, and if you're living a life, you can't not suffer in one way or another. But how you suffer and how you, how you let that, um, how you let that stream come through you is a choice. It's a choice, and it's a choice to to suffer or accept things and let them be as they are. Correct. Yeah, that's a pretty good explanation. Of that, and right? and suffering should should be understood. Why did I suffer? Well, I suffered because. <clears throat> I wanted this to be different. I expected it to be different, and I couldn't accept the outcome that it wasn't different. So I decided to slam my coffee cup down. It's the same thing as when you have the bad day and you get up, you get up late, and then you drop your toothbrush in the toilet, and then you go downstairs, you go to put the coffee in, and the coffee just spills out all over the place. And it, it, that suffering perpetuates the next suffering, and then you're suffering all right, day. Right. Right. We actually we half the time we don't really even get upset about the actual event we actually contribute to 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 the suffering by having thinking about like what we're doing like cleaning up if you know i'm just comparing it to the coffee you know what i mean we're comparing it to well now i got to clean up the coffee now i'm going to be late for work and it just right it just perpetuates it's just it it's a seed that keeps growing and you ex and it keeps giving you to you because you can't accept the fact that okay yeah i'm late now i can just you know let it be and I can get on with the rest of my day. Yeah, I'm going to be late, but so what? Instead right. of instead of perpetuating the the next disaster, because that's basically all you're doing is is delivering the next disaster. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. It's like um, I guess here I came up with this little um, acronym. I guess UAT, unchecked automatic thoughts, and unchecked automatic thoughts basically leads to suffering that's right that's good that's a good that's taking things personally like when you process something it's all oh, this always happens to me right it's, yeah, it yeah. Always, always happens yeah, yeah. to me that isn't that is an unchecked automatic, automatic thought it is yeah and that's you know and we can't we can't let our thoughts go unchecked which, <laughs> but that's <laughs> yeah. but that's easier said than it done is. because it, it takes it really does take 
a form of self-discipline and self-mastery to be able to step back. And, and truthfully, man, that is where the gold is. If you can mine that gold from your life, insights that you've had, you can create a mega thing, man. It's like, that's where the greatest ideas come from. Not only the greatest ideas, but I think the greatest happiness, the greatest joys, you know? But we also have to realize, though, that joy can lead to suffering because oh, yeah. we want it to always be joyful. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's funny how this, that the yin and, the yin and yang right. of, just... of joy is pain because in order to experience joy, you have to experience pain. But it's how you, it's in how, it's all in how you acclimate that to yourself and are able to let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. I wrote up this thing, you know, I think it goes with this because um, it's it's kind of like um, these programs that we we are, you know, we, we do we do habits and they they developed into these programs that we do in life. Like, you know, if, if you can again with the unchecked automatic thoughts, if you can stop yourself, like every time you go to reach for your phone to check an email, you know, every time you think about a trauma. And stop and breathe it out. You're 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 doing something different. If you can actually, um, kind of just be mindful in general of where you are, where you're at, and and say, you know, it's just a habit. People just go to their phone, and look at it. Where's my email? You know, they get up in the morning, um, they go to the coffee machine, they go to the cookie jar. Your your body is actually following the mind because you've made that a habit, which you've created a program in your mind so the body will follow the mind and what you want to try and do is bring more of the body instead of more of the mind you know because you don't want your mind running the show right so what happens is you wind up so the first noble truth being that suffering exists it just does dukkha exists so what happens is is that the suffering and disconnect discontent and the stress um is actually needs to be investigated and the the cause and origin which is the second noble truth of dukkha is the fact that we crave for things to be different right and it's the in that craving of wanting things to be different and not accepting things for what they are, for people for who they are, and just and just being like, okay, well, that's that's your stuff, not mine, and I gotta let it go. That's where that's what happens with the second noble truth, is that the craving for it wanting to be different is what creates more suffering. So it's it's this perpetual cycle. Yeah, and then the cycle just keeps getting repeated and, and turns into the, a a program. You know what I mean? You're doing that for 20 years straight. You don't even realize you're doing it. That's right. And you can watch 20 years go by in a blink. <laughs> exactly. And, it's, and, and, you know, coming from a 48-year-old guy who's felt washed up and over the hill for on many occasion over here, it's, it's I, I can tell you, man, suffering and wishing you could, and I've never wished that I could go back, because I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't go back if I had the choice yeah. at this point, because you are who you are because of I that. am who I am because of it. And I've learned, uh, I've, I've learned a lot about myself in 48 years. Now, granted, I've only been on the journey of really excavating the wrecks. And I love that line that Jerry Kalana said in his book, Reboot. 
that I've talked that we've oh, talked yeah, about yeah, yeah. that you have to excavate the wrecks because it's in excavating those wrecks that you find the treasure, man. Yeah. And that treasure, and no one has the treasure that you possess. It may look like it does on Instabook, you know, Twit World, that, <laughs> you know, everybody's got this grand life. But what I've realized is, is that, you know, we all got like six shares on this and five on this, even though it's just, so that comparison leads to suffering. And yeah. And, Absolutely. And you crave to have all that attention, but that attention doesn't really last, man. It's all it's all just smoke and mirrors. <laughs> smoke and mirrors. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. Um Don DePani, you ever hear of him? Mm-mm. He's uh, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's a, he's well, I know he he's a Buddhist monk, I'm pretty sure. But okay. anyways, he um he has this quote and I just I felt like it fit with what we were just talking about. It says, um, people constantly say to me, when I meditate, my mind wanders all over the place. And he says, technically, this is an incorrect statement. Why? It is incorrect because your mind does not wander. Your awareness wanders. Awareness is moving from one area of the mind to another. So you have to just bring your awareness back. Ah, See, mindfulness is the key to all of this. Yeah. Which it's, it always it's, comes, it feel like it always comes back to that. It does. It always comes back to that, and it sounds so damn simple, <laughs> but it's not. No. Which is the ironic, which is the joke of it all. Which is why there's so many laughing Buddha statues, because the Buddha got it. The Buddha <laughs> understood. He's like, you're never gonna be able to get over this. It took me forty something or yeah. thirty something years. Well, that's or the thing, and those guys, and that's what you know as. as as they make a daily practice of meditating and that, you know what I mean? They do that hours and hours in a day, every day, you know? So it's like, that's, that's how they can achieve those kind of mind states, if you want to call it. Yeah, absolutely. But it's also, we can, we can get to those states of mind for short amounts, for short periods. If, if we practice, Oh, because everything everything is practice. Yeah, and practice, 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 practice. You know, yeah. and that's and that's kind of practice overcoming the body and and practice working for the present moment. Um, you know, all of it just practice, practice, practice. Like Will said, you know, it, and even go back to the 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 tool belt. If there's tools in there that can, um, you know, help help you uh, disinfect your mind with certain things, then use those tools, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, disinfect. You need to disinfect a I, lot. I couldn't, th- I couldn't think of a there's, good word. Wow. There's no, there's no amount of Lysol or Clorox no, that's going to get that but, out, man. But then by saying that, you're, you're creating even more suffering. <laughs> See how it works? See that? We're doing it. We don't even well, know Well, it's a cruel joke. That's why. But uh, that's yeah. the idea is that life is a game. And when you figure out how to move your pieces through it, it, it you, the game becomes a little bit more fun. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, <laughs> Fun's a word you could use for sure. And granted, you want everything to be fun, then you're going to suffer because life isn't always fun. Yeah, that, that works for sure. But would have found something that um, we didn't. Well, that's why, like, when you look at the third noble truth about dukkha ceases with a relinquishment of the craving. Right there. And it's all about craving. What do you crave? Right. I can tell you what I crave. 
And I crave things that are bad for me a lot. <laughs> I, I do. I crave sugar all the time. I crave. Yeah, I crave sugar. I, I've and I and I don't know, you know, and I, you cra- know. I crave a new job and retirement. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I crave <laughs> a new. I crave a new job also. But we're also. But you're all. You also work towards that, and you have to. You have to accept the, the little, the little glimmers of hope, man. There's. It's almost like being in the Goonies and and looking for for uh, One-Eyed Willie's treasure, man. He he had the hope that it was going to be there. Goonies never say die. That's right. Goonies never say die. We love Goonies here. Yes, we do. It's awesome. What else about the third noble truth do you... <sighs> I don't... You know, I was looking for a better... Um, I used to have a thing on my phone that had it, but... Um... I can't, I, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty much, I even, I don't know what you can really say, like what that you haven't, or that we both really haven't, but you know, with the cravings, as far as that goes, you know, it's just try to, um, I guess, get rid of the cravings, you know, try and try and let go of some attachment. Well, so here's the idea is that the attachment of what you crave causes suffering, but yet the then the then the craving to let go of the craving creates an attachment it's almost like this it's almost like one of those you know those those russian dolls that have all the little the dolls inside dolls. the yeah, nesting yeah. dolls and it's like you know it, and maybe that's the wrong maybe that that's probably not the right analogy but i tried no it's fine I, you I know mean, you know what it's funny um we were talking the dukkha which is suffering yes and um, it didn't really. I was, it didn't. Really, I was kind of looking at that one sheet you have there, and it didn't say anything about um, sukha, which is the opposite of dukkha. Right. Okay. So I didn't know if I was just throwing that. I think that bit. I think that kind of comes into turn, like, like that little cheat sheet that I have there is kind of a real, real singular overview of things, like right. But then when you when you look at the craving and and you realize that in the third noble truth that dukkha ceases when you relinquish the craving it brings you to that the fourth noble truth which the only path to ending the suffering is to follow the eightfold noble path and that's how you relinquish the cessation of craving is by practicing the eightfold noble path, which is, which is, is, is where it all um, autumn comes to. Right. Right. Now, granted, you don't have to follow. I'm not telling you what to follow. I'm not telling you to follow anything. I'm just saying that in Buddhism, in Buddhism, that's how you, how you move past the four, the four noble truths of suffering is that you follow the eight, eightfold noble path. That is the that is the way out of suffering. And you know, some people say, well, you know, you gotta give it to to Jesus Christ or whatever. And and, and if that's your thing, then that's your thing. Um, I'm not here to tell you it's right or wrong. That's not my job. You got to figure out that path for yourself. The the but the fact is is that the funniest thing about all this and which is why every time we talk about buddhism and we come to these little insights and you always see the laughing buddhas around is is that the buddha even said don't take my word for it man 
This is just me. This is, I'm telling you something, but don't take that as gospel. Right. Because it's not. He it's, also it's said just, if you see Buddha on the side of the road, kill him. <laughs> he did. Because yeah. everybody's, he was trying to like. Right. He's trying to say that anybody every, can say that they're, every, that they're Buddha. Everybody's Buddha. Right. And I don't think anybody can ever, att- I don't think that we truly attain Buddhahood. I think we are either bodhisattvas in training or we attain bodhisattvahood in a way. In mm-hmm. a way, I'm not I'm not saying that that's no, yeah, that's cuz you know, because it's it's really somebody who's learned about themselves. But the thing that we got to realize too is that this is an ongoing unfolding process. It's not there's no there's this is not a magic pill for anything. No. And if anything this podcast for the last year has told you, there is no magic pill. Okay. There's none. There's no five easy steps. No. There's, this isn't. <laughs> yeah. There's no. Yeah. There isn't. There is not. Okay. And there's, if you manage to do it in five easy steps, kudos to you. And share it with us, please. And share it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we want to know. Yeah. Well, let me just say this real quick about about suffering is is the acknowledgement of it is just as important. And it's a you know Buddha according to these writings Buddha says that one should understand dukkha. Not just try to get rid of it. So, right, it's all about understanding. Right. It's all about right, and that and and truthfully, that's part of the reason why Tim and I started this journey of Above Ground Podcast was because we wanted to understand ourselves, and we wanted to understand ourselves and be able to share what we've learned with you, because that's what gives us joy. And it actually helps end some of the suffering that sure. we that we feel ourselves, and it's yeah because we're learning in the process, you know. That's right. And hopefully, you know, if we can interact with some of our listeners, they can um, either correct us on some things or even give their um, perception on things, you know, their views from a different angle, and we can all, you know, basically learn together and be stronger together instead of. You know, go after each other and, and compare and say you're wrong and I just don't like you because of that. It's just kind of ridiculous. Yeah, there's a lot of ridiculousness going on. There is. But you know what's not ridiculous? Well, it's ridiculous, but in a good way. And what's that? Well, we've been doing this for almost a year. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, yeah, it, it's been almost a year. Yeah. It's just about, I, it, episode 53 is this one, so we're coming up on a year, actually, from the date uh, we started releasing episodes, June 12th of 2019, and it's been, it's been quite the journey, man. There's been, I've learned so much about, about myself, and I, I, I don't want to speak for Tim, but I'm sure he's learned a lot about himself, but I've sure. also learned, I've also just learned a lot of stuff. And I didn't realize how much I'd actually learned, but I've, I've actually used this in, in the real world in, in a lot of, in a lot of cases, man. And it's like it, as long as it can help you help somebody else, then it's all worth it. Yeah, I agree. It's all worth it. Speaking of a year coming up, we're going to do, um, we're going to do like a little, uh, special segment, so to speak, right? Yeah, we're going to, uh... Our our year is going to be bookended by two very special episodes, and Tim and I haven't really. We talk about ourselves a lot 
and we've shared, I, I mean, I've shared more of me in a, in a lot of ways because mm -hmm. I just, that's just what I do, but we're Blue actually going to get naked. Yeah, I do. Blue! Blue, you're my boy! Blue! <laughs> <laughs> No, but I figured I'd share that little bit, you know, because I, I think it kind of can coincide, coincide with a year, you know, a little... It does, man. This is know, like... Special uh, double, well, not a double episode, but we'll do the two episodes. One, That's right. One for Will, one for me, a little open heart surgery. Yeah. Crash course in brain surgery, That's whatever right. you want to call it. That's and, right, man. Yeah, we, uh, we've learned a lot, man, and I, I've, watched, I've watched Tim grow... Leaps and bounds. Because he's naked, that's why. That's right, I know. He's growing because I'm growing over here. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Yeah. Anything you want to add? Uh, no, dude. I, <laughs> I'm not tongue-tied very much, but woo, that got me a little hot. Well, on that note... Yeah, on that note... We would like to thank everybody for tuning in, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed another fun-filled episode of the Above Ground Podcast. And we'd like to thank the Hallam Production Studios for for being along this ride for a year, man. It's actually good to be back in this room together. Yeah. Feels without, good to have a little normalcy. Yeah, normalcy, especially around this time, is... is I, I You take it for granted. And, you know, and truthfully, there that's the perfect idea, suffering. You, when you take things for granted, and then you you crave to have them back, you crave it back, right? But you, you didn't, it the way it used to but, be. right? And it's like you know, and and we want it the way it used to be. But you know what, man? If if there's a new normal, then is it really that bad? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's yet to be determined as a, as everything else in life. Mm. I just hate to refer to it as the new normal. I just feel mm. like that's kind of setting it up. Just whatever happens, happens, and just roll with it. You know. I, I don't think that everyone was 100% satisfied with everything the way it was going before. So That's craving. <laughs> no one's well, going to be 100% satisfied right, well, with I'm anything. Just, well, yeah, but you know what I mean. I'm trying, right. no, I'm just I trying get to it. say, like, you know what I mean? So if things change a bit, you could, you know, you can steer your ship to, you know, the the, the, the port that you would like and, and hopefully uh, repaint your ship and gas it up. And That's right. Fix the for, holes. Yeah, fix the fix holes in the holes. mast and... And sail on to new waters, man. Well, that being said, Timmy, till next week. Be well. Be safe. Be, be above. Above Ground Podcast is in no way intended to be a substitute for professional help in any manner or degree. We are not therapists, doctors, or professionals in the medical field. These are the opinions and experiences of two individuals just like you, our peers, who live with mental illness and all of its conditions. If you or anyone you know are experiencing a mental health crisis, please go to your nearest emergency room, call 911, or you can call the National Suicide Hotline 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Be well, be safe, be above.